0: You're listening to Turn Zero Lists, a Legion Ninety Nine production, presented by Six Up Supply. Welcome back, everybody, to Turn Zero Lists. Um, we have a special episode this week. Instead of Keegan being the usual host, um, my name is Mike Cirillo, and I'm here with JR Dieter, who ended up winning LVO Twenty Twenty here. JR, how are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. I'm uh, doing pretty good. Yeah, someone had to get you on an interview, right? I mean, you only won the biggest Legion tournament to date in person. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I feel really honored to be going on there, so thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, so LVO is about a week and a half ago at this point, and for anyone who hasn't caught any of the recap episodes yet, um, JR actually went 9-0, and uh, 3-0 day one, 3-0 and day two to make day three, and then obviously as the winner, didn't lose on the final day. So uh, you know you had a chance to drop a game early on, but you got a sterling record going through and that's, that's no small feat compared to that field. It was not easy
1: for seriously. So I had a lot of fun though.
0: Yeah. Do you want to talk about like briefly what your list entailed? Um, you know, what, like what actual units made it up and then if there's any games during the tournament that, uh, you know, had some pretty cool moments with them before we get into our, you know, our traditional turn zero episode. Yeah, absolutely. So um, going into LVO. This
1: is my big, like major tournament that I'm going to. So this is my first one. And I didn't know what I wanted to bring. Uh, I originally wanted to bring a 13 act list of CIS, but I decided that if I was going to win LVO, I wanted to do it with Maul because Maul is my favorite Star Wars character, and I played a lot of Star Wars. I'm uh, uh, sorry, a lot of Maul. So I wanted to bring him for sure. So I had him in the list, and I, w- as any CIS player, you want to make sure you have perfect order control or at least close to it. So you know you got to throw your B ones in there. And I kind of figured the meta was going towards armor, uh, so I needed stuff to take that down. So definitely had to throw spiders, and then Kalani just powers up those spiders. Um, and then I put the E5s, and then the only reason why there's rockets in that list is because I didn't have enough E5s. <laughs> so that's the reason for that. Um, and I was actually surprised that a, there wasn't a lot of armor, and I think the spiders were to blame for that because I think people are scared to get those ions.
0: Yeah, I teched a little bit towards armor as well with the B2 Haas, um, and then it didn't show up. And I was like, I should have just had a third Magna Guard. (laughs) Okay, everyone kind of figured it out. Yeah. Um, So do you want to go through exactly what the list is? I'm just kind of like starting at the top to bottom. Yeah, you just want me to say what's in it? Yeah, if you just want to read it off.
1: Yeah, so I have Kalani with Improvised Order, Vigilance, and comms Relay. Maul, Burst of Speed, Force Push, Tenacity, and Into the Fray uh a b1 with the e5 or e60r trooper with the pk series four e5s troopers uh another b1 with the e60r trooper with the hq uplink two spider droids with attack protocol noise mounted ion blaster and link target array Um, the idea behind this list was that maul would i would always be in the bag and i would always be able to draw it Um, that's why kalani has improvised order Vigilance is there just in case uh, Maul's close by or the b wants took a dodge. Because first turn, you know, you're just generally trying to get into position. Um, and then comms relay is to comms relay Kalani's order to the other spider. So that way both spider gets an order and they get linked targeting array. Um, HQ up thing is just to make sure that, you know, I get the daisy chain and it ends on Kalani, comms relay, you know. Uh, there's two command cards that I have that allow me to not have to tap HQ up link, which is... Do not underestimate our means and um recognize intrusion. Uh took dual fades, at last, the phantom menace, and orbital strike.
0: That's a pretty that's a pretty gnarly list. And I was on the other side of it, and I was like, ah, oh, it's only ten activations, and as you mentioned with Maul, he's like, There's no choke or throw on it. So I was like, I was feeling kind of good about it. It's like the magnet can handle Maul. I can probably sneak the B2s around. And then all of a sudden the first turn happens and all the orders go out and all the aims pop up there, and you're like, shit <laughs> i'm not really sure if my plan is going to work here now uh yeah when when i faced you
1: uh, maul was scared of he was just like playing that escape game um i put burst of speed on maul i know not a lot of people like it and prefer saber throw but i feel like maul has that range three th- threat game where if you're in range three you know maul can at any time just dive into you you know so it's kind of like that chicken game like you get into range am i gonna go you never know. You know. You
0: yeah, it was something that was on my mind from the very beginning. Because um, you put him, we played on it's the table terrain that's been around for a while. It's like the Imperial terrain round circle pieces where you can step up onto the round ruins. They're like a silhouette and a half high. But Maul infiltrated right into a, a pocket of them. And all of a sudden, he was only like speed three and a half from the center point. It's like, oh, he's here already. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's turn one and he's already there with versus speed. Yeah. Um, So is there any specific games like through day one or day two before we get into the final games that you wanted to talk about or any kind of like cool moments with the list?
1: Yeah. um, So there was one game I played against Michael Abbott uh, day two. um, And that was my game first game. So this is where uh, I like made the biggest like oof in my question in the tournament. Uh, It's my second oof. There's another oof I did. Um, So I was like, Tensions were high. I was nervous. You know, I have to go 3-0 and day two, right? Day one, I was kind of like, I could lose a game, right? But day two is like, man, I, I really want to go to at least top six. So we get Recover the Supplies. Now, he's running a mall list too, um, with Magna Guards, uh, B2 Ha, and uh, some B1s with the probe droids. So I'm not thinking clearly. And we get Recover the Supplies. So I'm just, he put some boxes a little bit close to my... Um, deployment. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna take a box and run with Maul. So I infiltrate Maul right on a box. And he just like deploys all his units right next to Maul. It's like a, a range away from Maul. And so I figured, okay, he's gonna shoot me. So I need to play his duel the fates and get that dodge on him. And sure enough, I do that. And then he shoots with his B2 hop. Um, and so then I take two wounds. And so, okay, I'm, no, all right. I'm just gonna pick up the box and leave. And then he's just like, "You can't." I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You played uh, Phantom Menace, and you can't do anything on." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, you're right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that." <laughs> uh, thankfully, there was a building right next to mall that I was able to just retreat back behind the building and uh, was able to bring it back from there.
0: Oh, that's so like how does it play out from there? Um, if everything is kind of clustered around his home points, did you kind of just have easy access to the center box and the fight kind of shifted to the right? Yeah,
1: so it actually shifted for, yeah, you're right, to the right. Um, that building that Ma had high hid behind, there was actually another box, his box, that he had put right next to that building so that Ma could just peek out, grab, and go back. Uh, the one that I was on was just range one of his deployment, so he was able to go get that one um so like i said maul went grabbed that other box that he put too close and then uh maul just kind of like bubbled wrapped himself around the magna guards because he had moved his magna guards in position and you know entered the phrase kicking off on maul and i was able to keep Maul alive while the other b1s were grabbed my boxes and then he sent his maul to grab the middle box um but i already had so many bodies there and everything that like it was just hard for him and he he kind of misplayed because I doubled, moved a B one into a box, and he thought I I moved into the box and grabbed it. So he forced push with Ma, and then he's just like, "I get your." I wanted to bring your box into the middle. I was like, "I didn't grab it," and then that's when he was just like, "Oh, I, I thought you grabbed it." So it was it was a kind of misplaced on both our parts in that game, but uh, overall um, mispositioned on his boxes, and I was able to grab the his
0: box. Yeah, it turns out that having forty two wounds of uh, B ones to flood a middle box is pretty. Pretty good. I mean, oh, you yeah. can cover up some of your positional mistakes that way. Not overpowered, yeah. for sure. No, no. <laughs> I mean it's not like they. You know, it's not like they have seven bodies unit. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things that I definitely wanted to talk about was some of the plays that we saw during the semifinal. Um, you played uh, Bobby Joe Thomas or Blood Ocean on the Discord, and that was one of the games that's on stream, so you can check that out on um, Endless's Twitch channel. It's probably going to be up on YouTube by the time this comes out. Um, but you had some of the most I'll say unique mall plays that we've seen in quite some time there um, at a competitive table, um, and you probably know the the moments that I'm talking about there. So, do you want to go through like how you played your mall because he seems to be the crux of your list? Like the ion spiders are really good, the B ones are really good, but you made a lot of plays throughout the weekend with the mall himself, and I think he probably won you that game almost on his own.
1: Oh yeah, I, I'd agree with you. I think he was the MVP MVP that game. Um, so, going into Bobby's list, Bobby was 11 to my 10. So, my goal was to try to get to him to get down to 10. Uh, so, that way Maul can always go last. So, I was able to infiltrate Maul in the middle point behind a building where he was pretty safe. He didn't, he didn't have to move at all. Um, so, me and Bobby are playing pretty safe. We're shooting back and forth. You know, he's getting some of my B1s. I'm getting his uh, spiders down. And I was able to manage to take his spider on turn one. So I, I was thinking to myself, okay, he's at he's at, at 10X now, and I'm at 10X, but he's just winning the nutrition game against B1. And he had made a comment early on. He wanted to know how many trooper units I had. So I knew he wasn't going to attack the spiders, and he was going for my B1s because intercept transmission, you, spiders don't contribute to the intercept transmission. So I figured I had to dive them all in, bury them in there, and try to clean up as I can. So that's when you see me dive him in. Um, Just going to bubble wrap. I did not want to face those Magna Guards. So I was playing pretty safe in that, apart from Maul. Um, Turn three, I think it is, where that's when I dived. And then I see him just ignoring Maul. He's just like sending all his B1s into the middle and the Magna Guards especially. And that's when I see the opportunity that the only thing that's covering his point is the STD. So I was like, oh, man, I can totally contest that point. So going into turn four, I played Duel of Fates to get disengaged. But the only way my plan would have worked was if I went last with Maul. So he played um, that protocol one where it gives uh, two units disengage and a dodge and impervious. And he put it on the, those two B ones that I was bubble-wrapped in. So my fear was that he was going to go with those right off the bat, disengage, and shoot at Maul. Now I have to go with Maul. Um, and I can't, and if I go for his, his, uh, S C D then he's just going to go back and contest that point. But luckily for me, he, one of his B ones, he just attacked ball. And so, and then the other one he disengaged with. So I'm only bubble wrapped by one B one. So that's when I knew it's like, now I can contest it. And I waited to go last and jump there. And I think honestly, that play is what won me the game because now he has to go back to fight for that one and f- fight for the middle while I secure my last one
0: yeah because at that point um after round four you had gone up four victory points to one which means that he has to score two and deny the third on turn six exactly you know to make a game out of it and when maul is on your back point that's almost impossible (laughs)
1: yeah yeah so uh that i think that was lucky for me um i definitely knew going in but uh, like the stars had to align for sure did you play burst to speed that game
0: because uh, I, I think you made the speed two moves to get to the back point, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I When I dived uh, Maul in on turn three, I burst the speed. Uh, no, no. On turn two, I had to do turn two. Burst the speed, that's when he got the immobilized. And then turn three, Maul was just there hacking away stuff.
0: That's what I was – okay. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of tough to tell from the top down because everything was clustered around that building. So a yeah. lot of the models kind of got jumbled together on the camera. It was tough to see. Definitely, definitely. Um, and then let's talk about the final a little bit because uh, that was a Luke v. Mall finale that never really percolated despite the fact that they got engaged in Melee under that little rotunda.
1: Yeah, uh, man, that was a really stressful game because it's the finals, of course, and a really fun game. So that was the only game that I didn't divulge Maul's Phantom Menace. Uh, two reasons why I didn't divulge it. was The first reason was there was really no good spots to hide Maul. Um, if I hit Maul behind a building, you know, that was close to his deployment, you know, Luke's going to do Luke things. And there's no point to hide him behind my building. So that's why I chose not to divulge it. And then the second thing was the middle was pretty open. So I needed Maul to eventually go in the middle to contest a payload if he had to. So the Phantom Mets is a good card to do that, to get a position, so that way he doesn't get attacked. Um, so early on, I was going to play that range four game with... Uh, facts, and uh he was he put a sniper out in the open and that's when i saw my opportunity i just wailed on that sniper which was able to give me the act lead because he was down on act um then he was guarding a lot with uh chewbacca so i figured if i just keep shooting at these snipers or whatever's in my way he's eventually going to kill Chewie. um which that eventually happened i think on turn two turn three um so I felt pretty good. You know, I was going to just barely get in the range of my payload because I didn't want Maul, or not Maul, Luke to dive in and then, you know, Han Solo clean up. So turn four, uh, I'm like, I just barely want to be in range of both payloads. So I do that. I have Maul and Spiders to go last. So for some reason, I blanked that his Han Solo was in range of the cart. I thought I measured it, man. I thought, <laughs> I, thought I knew, so I was like, okay, I just need Maul to get in there. So I go in there with Maul, and then uh, the spiders just barely moved up. And you know, that's when that judge was called. Yeah. He was, and I got so mad at myself because the spider could have went in there. Uh, Maul was already in there. Maul could have force push Han, and that stalled my cart. So. So I got tilted at this point at myself because I blamed myself. I was like, mm-hmm. man, I don't know what happened there. And uh, so I, I got real tunnel vision. And on turn five, like this is where I think I didn't play smart. Is uh, I was so tilted that I was just like, I want this cart to move. So that's why you see me just moving everything in range five, mm-hmm. or range, just in range on turn four, five. And uh, I think I should have been moving and shooting and just barely had enough to move my cart. But I was just tilted at myself. So I moved everything in and then uh, I was able to move my cart. But like I said, tunnel vision. So when I moved my payload, I thought my brain reverted to where I thought he was going to put the objective to where he actually put the objective.
0: Yeah, we we were trying to figure out because you were your objective. You kind of had to pivot like forty five degrees to the left from where it was at, and then all of a sudden it was going like mostly straight. And we were like, "Is he going for the deployment zone?"
1: We were trying yeah. to figure out what was going on. That this is where like that tunnel vision. <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, he, he, my brain's like he had he put it there," and so you know, um I moved it there. You know, and uh, props to Bushvax. You know, sports, sportsman etiquette. He was like, "Hey, it's actually by the Fountain. So I was just like, oh, okay. And then I was able to adjust it from there, and then Mm it wouldn't be the game at one
0: point. Yeah, so it was interesting. You said that you kind of got tunnel vision and decided to just double move everyone for the cart. We had kind of assumed that you were just flooding the middle because Luke had played I'm a Jedi that turn. So he wasn't going to be able to attack. So there wasn't really a risk that he was going to be able to chew through your bodies at that point because you had already taken, what, two activations down, wounded the vet. Right. And you still had the spiders to go with if you needed to. So we thought you were just getting a position for six and saying, like, your cart's not moving and I'm going to move mine. Because yeah. Because I just have more unit leaders.
1: That's exactly what my plan was. I mean, um, I took a little too much, uh, too much shots on the veterans that I wanted to. But, I mean, at that point, you're right. I had so many bodies. Like, my cart was moving no matter what. And yours yeah. was, was going to stay in place. So,
0: Yeah. Now that was a that was a fun game to watch um, and that's that just kind of shows some of the strengths that these droid gun lines have and like as we'll talk about the list now in a minute, it's one of the things that i liked as well is we've got what six range four pokes every single turn they've all got some way to generate a good amount of crits whether it's through precise two or whether it's just through critical one on the gun itself um that you know we can kind of outrange those rebel lines and as we just move forward when i've taken eight of your wounds off the table and i still have 42. There's not a whole lot you can do about it, especially when you've got Maul or the double Magna in the face as well. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned that, um, I guess we'll just move into the list then at this point. Okay. Um, You mentioned that Maul is, like, the focus point for you. Mm -hmm. Did you go through any kind of testing to see what you wanted to pair him with, whether it was the Spiders or, interestingly enough, you didn't run any Magna Guard. Um, Was there, like, a conscious reason for that, or is it just it didn't fit in your play style?
1: No, so the reason why I didn't run the Magna Guards is... I had, so I have a buddy who paints for me, and he was painting the Magna Guards at that time. And by the time he finished them, I had like a week to LVO, and I just hadn't practiced them at all, even on TTS. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel comfortable bringing them because of that reason. Okay. Um, I did toy with a lot of lists with Maul. Uh, eventually, I was running Kraken with Maul, um, but then I saw the combo with the Spiders and uh, Kalani. And then the, that that full order control is what really sold me. Um, so that's when I catered all my lists to having full order control and having that gun line. Because Maul, in my opinion, Maul's S game is objective. Then yeah. you have A for his offensive, B for his defensive. So Maul's main goal was to always play the objective, never to, like, go kill things. Um, especially in that final game with Bush Facts is Maul, I was never going to go for Luke, you know. Maul was just gonna go try to dive into his army if he could. And then the B1s are gonna focus everybody else because of Luke. Because I had faced before Bushfax, two other rebels, and they all had OP Luke. And I tried to kill Luke. I was able to kill Luke on those games, but it took a turn too long. It takes forever. Yeah. <laughs> and he does so much damage. Um, so, so yeah. So the Maul, the list that I end up on was just making sure that Maul was guaranteed to go last. To play that objective
0: all right um did you ever consider like making a third spider instead of one of the heavy b1s or did you feel like two is the sweet spot two is the sweet spot uh, yeah i think three gets a little clunky
1: yeah and then just moving them you know you, you could run over your b1s or the b1s have to hide behind it um especially for order control because kalani can ai order one mm-hmm. and then if you daisy chain down to kalani and comms relate you got both of them you know and that you know, you always get two aims, and if you're in position already, you can have
0: three aims. If you don't have an ion tapped, which you know, three aims, precise two, it's deadly. I was five crits into me every single time. I was like, I'm in cover. I feel pretty good. And then all of a sudden, it's like five dice. <laughs> like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is how that works. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a it's a devastating combination, and you it's, it works really well. Yeah. Did you have any kind of tough decisions on the command cards at all, or is it pretty straightforward from the get go?
1: Uh pretty straightforward from the get go. Um, you know, you take all mall cards. Um, I took mechanized intrusion so that for order control, you know. Um, do not underestimate our means for the recover. And then uh orbital strike to try to snipe off uh activation. You know, and
0: it doesn't hurt to just clean up with orbital strike. Yeah, I mean it's sharpshooter too with Kalani surge hit, so I mean you're essentially rolling four paint every single time. Yeah. Um, Did you have any kind of consideration for preservation protocols over Orbital Strike or not really because Maul doesn't get the order with it?
1: Yeah, not really because Maul wouldn't get the order. And then on top of that, like, uh, I mean, I figured somebody could have used it like the B1s could have get the dodge, improvise, and disengage. But at this point, like you said, I have so many bodies that you're not going to wipe out an act on just one activation. And even if it was OP Luke, so I figured, you know, I would rather tie up OP
0: loop than disengage with him, you know? Yeah, you got to get that second unit on him anyway, so his disengage doesn't work. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's shift into the battle deck a little bit. So let's start with, um, you start with objectives. Okay. Uh, what is, like, your main objective that you want to play? Like, what's one battle card that you absolutely want in the deck trying to f- push for when you get the opportunity?
1: Uh, definitely recover the supplies. Just like I had mentioned... Maul's objective play is S tier. So and I think he does really well on recover the supplies if you have that third act available. Uh you go in, you grab the box, you run and hide. You know, uh so I'm always trying to go for recover the supplies. I took payload, sabotage, and intercept because I think my list really plays well with those. Um intercept, you know, I can force push units out and then uh sab, you know, you're always winning sab as boot player if it's in my deck. And then payload, you know, I have that gun line and the maul to force push off that payload but I think definitely recover is the one I would always want to go for just to get those boxes.
0: One of the things that mom. Mold- that makes Maul really good for recoveries is his probe droids at times as well because they're incognito and move up to the boxes uh you didn't have the probes which is actually the first this is the first time that i've seen like a, a successful mall list without the probe droids um can you just kind of talk about why they weren't in the list i forgot to ask you about this earlier <laughs>
1: yeah no worries um the reason why is because i couldn't i didn't feel like i can get the full order control i feel like no matter what they would have been in the bag or you know something else would have been in the bag and, you know, I would have to lose a heavy or two to get it in there, which would have put me at 11, act, which isn't bad, right? That would have been good. But I just, the sweet spots for me was the full order control. And I didn't feel like I would have that with the pokerers in it.
0: Yeah, that that makes sense. Because even with Kalani's direct plus the HQ coupling plus the order itself, it can still get wonky when you've got the fourth type of token in the bag now, too. Or I guess fifth, because multi-operative. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about your deployments a little bit. Um what did you absolutely want to be playing or were they all pretty agnostic and whatever popped over, popped over?
1: Uh, so I took long March, major offensive, hemmed in and rollout, um, hemmed in, you know, if, if I get payload, that's a good combo to be on uh, major offensive, pretty straightforward, long March gives Maul more access to height. And then, uh, but I really want, would go for rollout. Uh, so that way I could position my spiders a little bit ahead and able to get those early shots. Because then I would be able to get three aims versus two, you know, move and shoot. Uh, so, yeah, my goal was always to try to get rollout for that reason.
0: Get those early kills. And then for the um, the condition cards, were they all pretty straightforward? Um, I'm assuming I know what they are, but what uh, what you got there?
1: So I got hostile environment, pretty straightforward. You know, it's not going to affect me as much as it affects my opponent. Uh, minefield, because it's, you know, might be ones with so many bodies. I don't mind losing guys where I think it's more detrimental to my opponents. And then um, Clear Condition, straightforward there. Four to five positions the one I always wanted, though, because putting my B1s behind heavy cover is huge when I'm trying to go for those crits.
0: So, actually, I was wrong. I thought you were going to have Supply Drop over Minefield um, mm-hmm. because you've got every single card in that deck between the back to the Arc Weller to everything is pretty useful for you. Um, any reason that you didn't have it in the deck?
1: Yeah, I feel like Supply Drop is a double-edged sword. Uh, sure, it can help me a lot, but it can also help my opponent. And that's yep. just... One of those big oofs where you're just like, oh, you just held Yoda. Cool, off of a card I, su- I supplied. So, yep, yeah,
0: that's why I don't. I do not take it to events. I don't want to play. I don't want to fly three thousand miles to have someone get a holo projector for a one pit and a clone, and now I get fire supported off the table. Yep, that exactly. stays out of my deck for that reason. Yep. You know, I, I mean, I, I finally, didn't play, someone understands.
1: Yeah, I play <laughs> games because it's fun to play, but yeah, it's a
0: double edged sword. You don't want to bring it to tournament. I've been burned from Imperial Assault one too many times. Yeah. <laughs> so were there any objectives that you'd like it was the first thing that you cut right away like i'm assuming you probably didn't want to play bombing run
1: uh yeah definitely don't want to i didn't want to play bombing run the one i didn't want to play the most was hostage exchange because that would have put my core in the middle and i probably couldn't get an order to that core so that would have had to be in my bag and now i don't have full order control um and then you know uh, so bombing run hostage were the two but hostage for sure just for that reason the full
0: order control. Sure, and I mean, I'm also of the opinion, if you don't have Yoda or Vader in your deck, you probably shouldn't have Hostage, (laughs) because both of them just abuse that. And while Maul is still pretty good at it, and you can get up there quickly, he's not as good as those two are. Absolutely. Uh, And
1: the only people that are are running Hostage are uh, you know Vader and Yoda, those that can just demolish those units. So yeah, definitely wanted to veto that card for sure.
0: That makes total sense. Uh, were there any deployments that you didn't want to play? Um, like, I'm assuming Disarray wasn't the best for you. That's that's the one, Disarray. Yeah. I actually
1: played it on uh, Day 2, uh, Game 2. I played uh, OP Luke um, with Wookiees, Heavy Melee. And uh, Disarray puts one of my guys way out in no one's land, and I can't get an order to him. So uh, that game, that was a close game. Uh, Ma was able to get get that game back again i think it was mvp on that one but uh disarray for sure didn't want to play that one
0: uh what just out of curiosity what unit did you put in the corner was it just a random b1 yeah b1 b1 Mm. Uh,
1: the reason why was because uh he had three wookies uh kitted out and he had op luke and a bus so i needed maul close to my main
0: army to do some force push shenanigans and you know to get luke off of uh b1 for sure Mm -hmm. Did you put one of the uplink B1s over there to try to get it in order, or did you just throw like one of the snipers? Just one of the snipers. One of the snipers. Oh, yeah. Any condition card other than supply drop you didn't want to play? <laughs> uh, limited Viz. So, as you see from my list, it's
1: heavy gun line. You know, Maul's there for objective play and defensive play. Um, so, if I get Limited is, that's two turns that potentially no firing from my end, you know, or I have to move up, which I don't want to get super close because B1s are kind of fragile. And then the spiders, they don't shoot at all. And so that's just wasted of their full potential, you know?
0: Yeah, there's 150 points you could have just put into something else. Exactly. Yeah. So limited biz definitely didn't want that one. All right. So I think that closes out the battle deck. Um, so while you're getting ready for LVO, like you mentioned that you brought a lot of uh, like anti armor. What were you hoping to see across from the table? Like, was there one or two lists that you were really hoping popped up on the other side that you're like, I'm ready to deal with this? This is a good warm up?
1: Yeah, I definitely wanted to face it against another person's gun line uh, with no force user or a heavy melee. Because then our guns are shooting back and forth while Maul is getting into position to dive in. Because if I bury Maul into a gun line with no threat, um, it's just cleanup after that.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of like winding out the string. Yeah, yeah. What were you like most feared of of getting paired against? Uh, the list that I didn't want to face that
1: I fortunately didn't face was the do back Vader list. Um, new ways to motivate those do backs get into turn one and then, you know, is nasty himself. So I didn't want to face that. Um, I was definitely worried about, um, lists that were heavy melee like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wookie combo. Um, but yeah, I was fortunately not to face that do back those do back lists.
0: I, uh, I played against an 11 activation triple do double IRG Vader list ta- turn round two of day one, and it went just as poorly as you might expect. Yeah. I, I, I orbital struck a sniper turn one, but he saved three out of four, so I couldn't even the act count. I was like, shit, here we go. And then turned, it's like the end of two into the start of three. All six of his units hit my line at once. And I was in a world of trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, did you win that game? Uh, I did not win that game, no. Yeah, no, yeah, that was that was my loss on day one, and then um, luckily I did not run into him again on day two. Yeah, because <laughs> that uh, would not have gone well. My
1: uh, Lucas um, from notorious scoundrels was playing on the right of me day one, uh, game one,
0: and I saw that list. I was like, God, I hope I don't go against that list. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, please no, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, the B twos helped with the do backs a little bit, but yeah, wasn't enough. Yeah. All right, you ready to jump into the lightning round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is always my favorite part. So what was your be- what was your best better lucky than good moment for Vegas?
1: Uh definitely against Marshall Abbott, um, where I dived them all in and on a box, um, not realizing that I couldn't pick it up. So he shot me with the B two squad, you know, kitted out with the B two Haw. He mm-hmm. was only I managed to get four hits. You know, so I dodge one, I roll, I get one block, and I get two wounds, you know, which I, in my opinion I could have been a way worse than... Mm-hmm. Uh, dice pool. But fortunately for me, he didn't, he rolled a lot of blanks and even with the aim, it, it came up more blank. So I think I got lucky on that one for sure.
0: What decision or play are you most proud of? Cause I know you had a
1: few. Yeah. That, um, that play with, against Bobby, when I saw that opportunity to go against that SCD, um, I was very proud of that moment. Cause I knew that's what really changed the game for me and what, what got me to the finals.
0: So what decision or play is going to haunt you the most besides the mall infiltrate? Uh, the one against Bushfax where I didn't account for Han being on the payload,
1: <laughs> I still beat myself up for that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, the trophy helps you get past that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does a little bit. Does a little bit. <laughs> so, what is your gamer tag or Discord handle origin story?
1: Uh, so, my favorite Pokemon is Cubone, and uh, I'm a junior, and
0: so I just changed the C to a K. Cubone Junior. All right, that, that's easy enough. So, is JR short for for Junior? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. What is your favorite non-Legion memory from the weekend?
1: Uh, the community. Uh talking to everybody. Everybody was super cool. I I can't give enough praise to the sportsman etiquette that everyone had. Like it wasn't always and I don't think I had any games where somebody was just like, nah, like playing real strict and everything. Everyone was like, I see your intent there, and, you know. Um, and it's just like, yeah, you go for it. You know, we're just having fun. Like this blast. No one took it so extremely seriously. Uh so that was my favorite thing about it.
0: Yeah, fortunately, we were pretty devoid of micro-measuring through the entire event. Yeah. You know, everyone was pretty pretty easy about, like, here, I'll hold that movement stick. Let's get it figured out. It makes it easy enough. Yeah. there's it also makes the games pass by a little quicker. Yeah, the time,
1: man. The time was just getting to everybody. But, I mean, when people were just like, yeah, man, go for it. Cool.
0: And then this is my favorite question. What famous personality, living or dead, would you like to stream every game of Legion you play for the rest of your career? So I thought about this, and, you know, I decided... Uh, Has to be my boy Ray Park, and he's got to do the Darth Maul
1: voice. i <laughs> are <laughs> streaming my games, the Darth Maul, all the time, and then if I'm playing Darth Maul, he's got to narrate as as if he's there in the game. <laughs> that's
0: what I would want. That's a pretty damn good one, considering <laughs> you've got Maul on the table every time. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna work forever. <laughs> so, no, mine's a uh, mine's always Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. That'll just be fun. <laughs> that was- so good i play all four factions so this way i don't have like he could just be as bombastic as possible for everything yeah, <laughs> so.
1: yeah. and then if mace window comes out you're just like yeah that's that my- right?
0: like yeah. I, I got that's the did you you got one of the force flasks for uh for winning everything right yeah, yeah. Did you, i'm assuming you got them all Oh, absolutely yeah I, I got the i got the mace Windu one so i'm hoping that one day i can finally put it to use
1: oh yeah he's he definitely <laughs> gonna be in the game for sure
0: all right jr thanks for joining us man yeah, so they- it was a blast talking with you. It was nice to actually meet you again. Um, yeah. I'm glad we ran into each other at the event. Do you have uh, anything Legion related you'd like to plug or anywhere folks can find you if they have questions for uh, for how you did?
1: Yeah, yeah, on Discord, you can find me at you yo, Capital K. Um, uh, that's where you can find me. i would be there. I, I play a lot of TTS, so I'm always looking for games. Um, so if you ever want to play, let me know. I'd, I'd love to play. Are you in the Ladder League? No. So I'm I was hesitant to join the ladder league because my computer crashes and it specifically crashes when I'm running a heavy game like TTS. Gotcha. I feel like that would just be a waste of time for everybody, you know? Because I have to spend when it crashes, I gotta wait like 10 to 20 minutes just for it to reboot and everything. Sure. So when when I get a new computer, I'm definitely gonna join ladder.
0: Yeah, it's wild that TTS uses more of my computer's like storage capabilities and everything than like Call of Duty does. It doesn't make any sense to me. (laughs) It's
1: TTS. (laughs) (laughs) Like you're moving little things, but yeah, it just I just don't want to waste anyone's time when my computer crashes.
0: how oh, fair enough. And you've, and like you said, if you have uh, any family, it takes up a lot of time that way. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, JR, thanks for coming on, man. Um, and for anyone who's listening, uh, if you guys want to come on as well, please feel free to send either me, Keegan, or Nick a DM. Uh, you can do it on Discord. You can do it on Facebook. We're pretty readily available everywhere. Someone's always spewing shit in some direction. So <laughs> please reach out, and we'll see you guys in a few days. See you guys later.